Welcome to Control Alt Revolt, the podcast. I'm Nick Cole with an appropriately ruined voice for the afternoon. And I'm Single White Medusa, and I think this is episode 127. 127, yeah. Is that right? I would, I would buy that. We're for gonna a, throw that out there. I would buy that, <laughs> buy that for a doll hair. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Well, it's been a tough week. Like ever since this new year started, like. Every Monday I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of podcasts done. And then, like, all kinds of, like, you know, Amazon canceling me. All kinds of stuff has been happening. I've been having to react. So, it's true. So Monday I had to work on a new thing, a new project for Galaxy's Edge that is uh, going to be part of the new subscriber thing. And then today I had to record that. But I said, no. The chat needs us. Exactly. The show must go on despite you already having recorded a uh, first installment. Yeah, but there are some story. people out there that like to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Amazingly. Yeah. And if they like to listen, then I'm here. Exactly. That's good. You are a can-do guy. It's kind of been a wild time, though. Yeah. Uh, Biden clearly just demonstrated yesterday that he has lost his mind. I mean... <laughs> For me, I feel like I've, I realized that like a while ago. So I'm like, yeah, I've known that for like a long time, but apparently, apparently even more people are realizing it now. Like it's so bad that more people are realizing it. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to me because I'm like, man, I swear he was doing that stuff. Like even in, uh, in the election time period, but like even way back, like people knew Biden as one, a plagiar and a bullshitter. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, too, like, he was notorious for screwing up. Gaffs. Like, yeah. gaffs and Joe Biden were, like, synonymous yeah, for, like, like, a long time. Did you guys think how, somehow think, like, things got better? I know. No, they actually got worse. Yeah. You know, you decided to run a geriatric mummy. I know. You know, who's clearly lost his marbles, probably has some, I don't know, is it wrong? I mean, maybe he has, like, really bad VD, and it's just, like, rotted his mind. Maybe. I mean, some sort of dementia. And again, like, we're not making fun of dementia. I have a loved one, you know, who has passed from that. Like, I have respect for that condition. It's just that that, someone with that condition should not be running the most important country in the world. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's all. I just don't want that person in charge. That's it. But your loved one didn't chase down children and try to sniff them. I know. Yeah, like... It's just the That's things he so does weird. is so weird. Oh, it's creepy. He's president weirdo. I mean, like the argument, the only argument that's made sense to me is someone said actually he's been put in that position to diminish the United States and to show that we're really not. It's funny. Like, yeah, I agree. The globalists and China, the argument is that they worked together for the last 30 years to sort of take over the world. And then China and the globalists, I think at the same time, may have flipped on each other. Mm-hmm. And so now they're enemies. That's that's pretty clear at the moment. Um, but the reality is, is China holds all the power. Yeah. I think, I think big tech and the globalists have some cards they can play. But at the end of the day, it is China, mm-hmm. you know, and, and but there's all this advertising right now, like Biden being like. The only way that the United States is actually being defeated is it's being defeated by, from within, by its own quote-unquote elected leaders, and and not just the Biden shenanigans of quote-unquote, but like you know literally people who whose you know this the the buying of elections 
you know, as in Soros and all the DAs that are just total garbage. Like, literally, we cannot be defeated, the American spirit, the American people, the American military. And so these sort of contrivances have to be put together to show that we are a failure. The funny thing is to listen to people sum up Afghanistan. Like, like they, they now think of it like the people who put us down, like you'll see on Twitter you know, um, other nations mocking us. You had to flee. Like they make it seem like Afghanistan was this Vietnam that we were, that our, our special forces were driven out of there. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, we were just leaving. And the organization of the leaving was a disaster. But, but at no point did the Taliban win one effing battle to make that happen. But the globalist narrative has been contrived to to now like you know the advertising is oh we're just a failure as a military mm-hmm. i forget where we're at we had to pause there because you know mexican miata driver had to pull up and <laughs> get, his, really get his Susie cakes and talk in mexican i know um in yeah. his mask he has his phone down around his belly he's talking in a mask mm-hmm it's like, do, do you think, does anybody think that you're being heard right now? <laughs> I Nobody. know. Well, I know we were talking about the Biden press conference and you were saying, oh, Afghanistan. He did check you out as he walked by just now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he did. That is the feature of the Latin male. They, they are very they could like be, that. That's they could true. be hit by a bus, thrown across the intersection, be impaled on a telephone pole. And like see their eyes go yeah and they will still manage to to bird dog you know? That's true. with their last heartbeat they'll be all they'll just look me pass you they're helpless exactly yeah. yeah i know i mean one of the last things you were talking about was afghanistan i'm not sure if that was the very last oh thing. so like it's all it's all been contrived to make it look like you know we are a failure and, and like you know, even even like the supply chain is manufactured. Mm-hmm. Everything is manufactured. It's not like we actually. I mean, we do have some critical fail points. I think as a nation and stuff like that. But like, I've been to the third world, and I think a lot of people in this podcast have. There's no country like this. Like literally, y- you had to you know become a Manchurian candidate, like Obama. And 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 then destroy us from within to destroy us. Mm-hmm. Still a. Ev- you know, don't bitch about it. Don't cry about it. This is not soccer. You know, that's still a valid tactic and it's something that we should be all aware of. But, like, I think the one thing that we as the American people can't can't say is, like, oh, this is actually the truth. We actually are, you know, broke and all these kinds of things. Like, no, no, no. Like, there are people that are actually doing this to us that we pay money to, you know, like, we are, we are being betrayed. Yes. And I'm just going to say this. There's a great video out right now. Of a Canadian woman who just lights up little Justin Trudeau. Oh, it's and great. she ends it with, you know, in Canada, we used to hang people who committed treason. And so I'm going to cross that line on this podcast because I don't care. Yeah, you should remember that in this country. We used to hang people who committed treason. Now, if no one's committed treason, it's not an issue. I'm not threatening anybody. But I have a feeling over the course of the next year... Um, as you watch, like I sent out that thing today from JP Sears uh, in the email, make sure you're subscribed. If you're listening on other platforms like Spotify or Apple or whatever, make sure you head over to the Control Alt Revolt podcast and subscribe so that you get 
the kind of really cool emails that I send out with JP Sears. Well, so for that, I think they have to subscribe to your Substack, right? The Control yeah. Revolt Substack. Yeah. What is that? Like Nick Cole Control? Let's... We don't care. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, That's the kind of pro-level podcasting you're getting here. We don't even know where we're at. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're not making a great argument for subscription. <laughs> I don't even think we're making a great argument to be your babysitter. <laughs> exactly. One time, a friend and I walked through Disneyland and we played a game, and it was a uh, find the person least likely to gain employ employment as your babysitter. <laughs> and so. It was, there was probably some good fodder It there. was a pretty fun game. <laughs> the Mexican family where everybody had teardrops. Whoa, yeah. yeah. I, I would vote for that. That's, that's the whole lot. family had all done like multiple year hitches in prison. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to go for, the, <laughs> for those people. I just wanted to go up to be like, man, Thanksgiving must be wild. <laughs> let, let me know if you ever want, you know, someone to show up with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> oh, so I think I found it. Nickcole.substack.com. Yeah, go there. Go there and sign up for stuff. <laughs> um, Galaxy's Edge is moving to a subscription model, and uh, it already has, but it, it's really going to push there. I'm going to see if Jason uh, would be willing to give a discount subscription to everybody, or maybe even transfer them, or, and I'll post the. I don't know. But if, uh, it's going to be cool because we're starting a serial over there, which is what I was doing today. And I think right off the bat, you're going to get like 10 free books. I think wow. like, yeah, pay attention to the subscription thing that GE is doing because it's pretty cool. But you have a subscription there, so I don't want to lean on you. So I'm going to make sure uh, I'm going to see how much I can, can get over here. But if you want to move over there, that's cool. It, like, how about this? If you go over and get a Galaxy's Edge subscription, I'll just make your subscription here free. That's the best way to do it. And just tell me, just like email me and say, hey, I got the Galaxy's Edge subscription. So now what you get is you get a bunch of like audiobooks when they come alive. You get the Wargate books, which is the Forgotten Ruin style books. You get the GE books before anybody drops. You get the serial. You get a discount on swag. You get a whole bunch of stuff. So if you want to leave this podcast and, and go over and get a GE subscription, then just email me back and say, hey, I got an email, a GE subscription. Screen cap that. And, uh, you know, there will be a little trust like you could just cancel it. But uh, I'll, I'll make sure to make your subscription here free. That sounds like fun. Or, you know, you can support everybody because that's how it is. But we are we are our, our failure is a contrivance. I don't necessarily think, you know, th- that I think there are, I think I think we've actively been worked against to fail. Oh, yeah. 100% for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't get that globalist thing, but I'm reading this book right now about Alan Dulles. And, and it's not dull. Yeah, what a kind of bad guy he was. This is like back in World War II times. But World anyway. Times. Is that anywhere close to dinosaur times or olden times? Uh, actually, even like World War One through World War II, I think. I think he was even around around World War One. But like he... Well, there's an airport. He basically struck me as a globalist way back then because he was not totally um, faithful to the United States as much as just more of an international. It's like these money people and they just want to make money and they think in a more international uh, framework, it seems like, rather than being loyal to their country is what I thought. I think people would be very surprised about how long this has been going on. But you go back to the Fabian Society in the society of Rome and stuff like that. I mean, like some people will go back like 200 years, mm-hmm. but I think we're going to see in the end, if there is a Mr. Globaloni. 
Oh, we know there is. Well, as in that might be more than one person. Yeah, I think there is a Mr. Globaloni. Yeah. And I think it's been going on for since the beginning. Yeah, and so yeah. <laughs> by that we yeah. mean yeah. Satan. Satan. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> yes, for sure. That is. And yeah, some people call it Mr. Global. Old Scratch, as he's sometimes called. <laughs> or Old Nick is another one. Which is weird. I know, because I'm Nick. Yeah, how dare he take your name? And you're Nick. I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That bastard needs to die. I know. I know one thing we were talking about in the last couple of days is like Omicron is definitely helping to dial the narrative down of like the COVID crisis and everything like that. And you can definitely see like that is happening like on the world stage. Like they are kind of dialing the pandemic down now finally because Omicron is such a nothing burger, which is great. But anyway, we were talking about like, well, what happens next now that they're dialing that down? Cause we know they've got something up their sleeve and we were like, it seems like it's the domestic terrorist narrative. And I know you wanted to maybe talk about that. Yeah, I did want to talk about that. I, I think, you know, okay, obviously the COVID narrative, everything is, is collapsing. The Joe Rogan Malone pro- podcast did seem to break the dam. Yeah. Um, you saw you the UK just fully collapse yesterday. That's awesome. Like something's up with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that they know that their uh, UK, the UK is imminently pushing to be at the front of the Ukraine war. That's mm-hmm. a big thing for them. Because at the end of the day, they are the default EU leaders, even though they're technically not part of it. But that's mm. kind of the queen and everything like that. So, so you think that's <clears> the reason <throat> that's interesting, the Ukraine situation? I, yeah, that's that's. I, I think that they know that they've got to get their economy back to work. And I mean, like, it was pretty like, I mean, the, the point where he goes, like, we are telling everybody to go back to work now. Like, yeah. But I thought we were all dying. I know. <laughs> I thought pretty, we were all in this a, a together. Sudden about face. Yeah, it was, it was pretty graphic. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I actually had not thought that it was related to that. Or, you know, no, no, no. They're, they're, the United States and even Biden's gaff, Biden's gaff that everybody's sort of like talking about yesterday where he said they could invade a little. Mm-hmm. And then now they're walking it back today and they're like, ah, Biden's so stupid. I'm like, mm, I think he's stupid for sure. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on that one. That's not a hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> but I wonder if they made him do it because mm. I think that they are honestly trying to bait russia into a war yeah and i don't know that russia's taking the bait mm. they don't really have to in a, in a lot of ways they could they could just give the ukraine a giant heart attack and the ukraine the ukraine were probably smart right at this moment it, 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 either way the ukraine loses there's no way the ukraine wins here because it's a war between europe and between russia and they want to fight on, they want a proxy war on, on your, in your neighborhood. So the Bloods over in uh, Midway City and the Crips over in Compton, they would like to fight in Aliso Viejo. And it's like, well, what's the win for Aliso Viejo? Why don't yeah. you guys fight for Midway City and Compton? Yeah. You know, like, no, 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 we'll fight in your neighborhood. Well, mm-hmm. then, then you, Aliso Viejo, Santa Barbara, whatever, uh, you guys lose. Beverly Hills, you lose. No. And that's just kind of that's kind of how things have been going since since communism kind of reared its head. And it's an old strategy. Why? Why? You know, why waste? Why? Why go to war on your infrastructure when you can you can use someone else's chessboard? So Mm -hmm. uh, it's again, there's not for me, there's there's not a lot of value in the Ukraine war, but they want to fight it out. And you and Russia does want it. 
and the EU seems to want to keep Russia from having it for reasons I'm not really clear on because Russia actually starts from the Ukraine. The beginnings of Russia about a thousand years ago start in the Ukraine. It, it is, it would, it, it's kind of like their Mayflower in a certain way, and 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 they're they're kind of right to to want to have a piece of it. I think there's another way they could do it, but again, I'm not going to fix everybody's problems. Yeah, I haven't thought much about it, but could it be just simply that? They don't want Russia to get too big and too powerful yeah. because then they'll become yeah. more of a problem and that would yeah. help them be more big the, the reality is is Russia is Russia is a sick giant. Mm. It has a lot of stuff. It has a lot of resources. It has a lot of military hardware sitting around and it's in it's in a lot of stuff, but it has an economy the size of New York. Mm-hmm. And and That's what crazy. they they're they're trying to get more access and trying to grow their economy and they're doing it through warfare. And the EU is sort of coming into its own. There's three powerhouses in the EU, which is Germany, the UK, and France. Right now, France is actually in dominance. The UK kind of decides who gets to be in charge. It was Germany for a long time, but Merkel made sure that failed. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> so, you know, they're 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 they definitely have ambitions of being the new United States. They want to. I, I and I do think actually that whatever the big new world globalist government will be, I don't think the United States will have a part in it. I, yeah. I think I think that the move that's probably coming is a proxy war between the EU and China on our in our neighborhood. We're, oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's I think what they'd like to do. Even if we're in the game, I mean, I think everything's on the table right now. I think we could see a nuclear exchange and I think we could see one in the United States. I, I, I know I'm pretty convinced that, you know, when the end game rolls around, we're not much a part of it. Because of sort of uh, the book of Revelation. Exactly, yeah. Um, which hasn't been wrong so far. So, you know, you know, take that with a grain of salt, whatever you want to do. But there, there, there does seem to be, China does seem to be making some really big moves. It's probably imminent even more so now that either China or Russia is going to move on the Ukraine. Uh, you'll know the jig is up when they both do it at the same time. And there's just nothing we can do about it. Oh, I thought Russia was going to move on Ukraine and China was going to move on Taiwan. But you think China might move on Ukraine? No. Interesting. No, it's what you said. Oh, okay. China, okay. China wouldn't. I not, didn't think so. <laughs> okay. I, I heard you wrong. That's why I was like, oh, what's that? Medusa. <laughs> That's it. That's silly talk. That's what I thought. Like, I haven't heard The this. Chinese would hate the Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. It's cold there. But we just They don't heard, like the snow much. It sounds like China moving on there's Taiwan. No, there's no dim sum in the Ukraine. They <laughs> would know. show up and they're like, we have dim sum. And they're like, oh, we don't have that. We do have kugel. Pierogies. Do they have pierogies? Pierogi. They have pierogies. They have like, kugel. Yeah. <laughs> they have like borscht. Yeah. They have bland food. The Chinese like wakai. Yeah. Not going to happen. But we were hearing recently... Uh, that like it sounds like China moving on Taiwan is the kind of more dangerous one to. It's the it's the us. bad one to us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Ukraine doesn't do anything for us, which right. is which is weird. Why Biden's even like talking about it or whatever? Like, it's you know if George Washington were president right now, he'd be like, there's no reason to be over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really it's really that China is the big problem. So what do I see happening now? I see Omicron winding up. Um. The Democrats do seem like they're cognizant that an election is coming. A lot of them are just outright retiring, like a phenomenal number. Even like yesterday was another one. So I think it's up around 30 or whatever. Everybody's predicting all these big wins and everything like that. If they get to a fair election, 
Um, as always, it's it's the party of stupids to, to lose, and the Republicans will find a way to lose it as best as they can. Someone will come out, some cracker will come out and be like, what we need to do is beat all the women folks who's agitating for BLM. And they'll be like, that's the guy we're running for Georgia. And you're like, thanks, everybody. Good night. You know, like <laughs> something crazy. They'll yeah. always do it. And it's and it's by design. So I'm over politics. But would you like a cup of this outstanding coffee? Sure. I'll it's a good one today. I felt like I've been getting some old cups lately. Mm. But today was a good cup. Good. So, um, what I think we're going to move to now is the really big pandemic. Okay. And it's the pandemic of domestic terrorism. They haven't left that narrative at all. In fact, they've done a lot of groundwork to let you know that you are a terrorist and everything like that. So, there's all these reports that somehow the FBI is running these, uh, you know, freedom fighter camps down in the South, getting young men to think that they're with Trump and they're going to take over. So, I would say, you know, in Patriot Front, I would say... False flags, super imminent, mm-hmm. you know, uh, super Im- imminent. It, you, what you'll really see is it will coincide with the invasion of Russia because there's been a lot of work done to tie Russia to Trump and the, you know, the Patriots and they're both Christian nations and everything like that. So I do, I do think that we will see that. I think that if there were a war with Russia, there are all these subs off our coast there could be something like a terrorist attack or a major attack that will move towards if the Democrats don't think that they can wear, win a fair, fair election. And the reality is, like, just to go by their party head right now, Biden is at 28%. Things are not looking good. Um, I did give them a piece of advice yesterday that I think that they could win. And it's a really good piece that of advice. It is a good piece of advice. Um, and, I'll, and I'll talk about that in a second. But in the, in the likelihood that that they really don't feel that they can win look for a major false flag you told me i was right about something today look for a major false flag and and then martial law and probably like a city's on fire someone got killed or you know pay, the patriots are rioting you know and but i don't know maybe they are but there'll be something where we don't, we can't have an election because there's these two ongoing wars and the Democrats would be super fine with that. And the globalists would be fine with that. So what I'm saying is we are now leaving this pandemic and now we will move to the real pandemic of MAGA terrorism. Now let's just say that doesn't happen. And, and let's say that the Democrats are really able to make this case of like, um, Oh, the terrorists are all MAGA and everybody kind of buys it and they eat it up. They're all, mm, mm, so salty. Yes. All my Christian neighbors are all just the worst people. This just reinforces everything that I believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, 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 you know, there's a war on chads and chuds and everybody. And, you know, like every, the, the transgender masses unite together to have us all thrown off of everything. And there's just this really good case and, the media really starts to work and, and, and take back all the, the ground that it's thrown uh, by making the case that, that we're all awful people. And they do actually are able to put up a really good election and, and, and they're able to win probably with some cheating, but they're able to win like kinda, I mean, maybe a lot. Then you won't see the martial law or anything like that. We'll kind of know by June whether we're going to have martial law or not. Um, then what will happen is after they're elected again, I guarantee to you. Say that again, like I'm from the Bayou. I guarantee to you, um, <laughs> you will have the new variant or the new plague mm-hmm. that November. 
Yeah. You will be like there will be the the passports will have been perfected. Like it that plague will hit so fast on the heels of the next election. You we will we will be back in super secret double probation. I might slightly amend that maybe and say it might happen right before the election so that we oh we have everyone ha- needs mail in ballots again because the new plague, you know. So that'll just help I th- them I think that more. that was shot down. I mean, it, it, it well could they could make a case. They I wouldn't put it past them. Like we got to war game all these scenarios because you just have to and this is how you do it. You just pick the most garbage move possible, and then that's what they're going to do. And now you are a, a prognosticator of the Democrats. You know, it's like, it would be yeah. like watching like a skanky crack hoe on the street. Mm-hmm. You're pretty sure what she's going to do. Yeah. That's the Democrats. It's like, because you go, what's the worst thing she could do? <laughs> so and you guess it, and then that's what she does. There's going to be a car that's going to pull up, and she's going to get in that car. That's yep. the Democrats. Yeah. The skankiest, worst possible, they're going to poop behind the dumpster. You know, all these kinds of things. That's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. It's really not a gift. Exactly. But speaking of gifts, thank you, God. Uh, you did tell me I was right about one today. Yeah. So is this... If we the... go back into the Wayback Machine of the Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast. Yeah. I did guess something. You did. So should I say what you guessed first and then what we heard it on? Go on. Okay. So recently, Nick said, you know... Because we're both donors, like organ donors on our driver's licenses. He was like, I'm thinking that we probably should take that off. Because now that the medical establishment clearly cannot be trusted and is maybe letting people die, slash some would say killing people (laughs) for profit, you know, in various circumstances. They're monetizing for death. Yeah, exactly. So... But then it turns out there's a whole new, like, why would they just monetize for death? I mean, it's not enough that they get paid if you get a COVID test. And it's not enough that they get paid if they use you, give you remdesivir, which basically liquefies your kidneys. And it's not enough if you die in hospital and they get paid for that and the coroner gets paid for that. They've found a new ring on the chamois to get a little bit more, more money out of your barely cold corpse. Yeah, and we heard all this from a nurse whistleblower, by the way, from California, so we will post this video. And she confirmed this is all happening, including specifically also if there's an organ donor thing on your on your account and you have the do not resuscitate especially. That combo is like, oh, wow, yeah. all those people are suddenly dying. And like, yeah. because... That's like you're driving down the street... In a 78 Olds Cutlass Eldorado. Is that even a car? And you're throwing crack at it. Crack horse. I know Olds Mobile Cutlass is. I don't know. Eldorado Cadillac might be. Sierra, Eldorado. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And that would, like, for the Democrats, like, you have, and, and for the globalists all, and the doctors. I'm just going to say the doctors. Screw that. You guys know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, for you guys, like, like, if you have the organ donor card, and then what was the other thing? The do not resuscitate. The so do not resuscitate. Way, yeah. You are driving down Martin Luther King Avenue in your street, throwing out crack for horrors <laughs> to get. Because we all know that's how it be. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what else did she say? I was just going to say something else. But um, I think the point... Oh, she was saying, yeah, like another way to look at the fact that this is happening a lot. Um, besides, she can see it on her end and she shows like... You can see it on the documents. This um, organ donation company is like on all these documents of people's deaths and everything like that. But anyway, um, 
it was that she was saying, yeah, it used to be that people had to be on waiting lists for a long time for organs, which we've all heard of that. That's kind of what we thought was the case. But she's like, now it's like two weeks. It's like a couple weeks and you can get the organ you're looking for. That seems weird. Yeah. It's almost like the government is giving people money to kill us. Yeah. Exactly. So in I anyway, mean, human beings would never do that. They would never like profit. I mean, it's like, hmm, is there any like that's pretty monstrous. Let's 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 consider if any other equivalent society is doing that. <laughs> well, I seem to remember that the Chinese are doing that to the Uyghurs. Yep. Big you know, time. you know the Chinese that the global globalists, including Elon Musk and all of them, say China is really the government of the future. Mm-hmm. The ones that the NBA like won't criticize, and this is something that I heard like. When NBA players go to China, the Chinese people literally scream the epithet at them. Wow. You know, like, and and they don't, they're not upset about that because they're getting that money. Wow. They don't say it. But, you know, here we can't, like, you know, like. Oh, you're ended. Yeah, you're ended. I'm not even saying that. Like, you're just ended because you're white. Yeah. You owe them something. But if the Chinese are giving you money, apparently they can scream that word at you and it's okie dokie. Wow. Oh, you're so hoary. (laughs) <laughs> you you hold for mommy MBA. <laughs> you love China a long time. I don't care. Do. I don't care. I don't care. Right now, you're probably offended at this. Get the fuck out. Well, to be fair, Nick is an actor and he loves doing accents. If you hear the um, story uh, installment that he just recorded today, he does lots of other accents. Not the one that he just did. So he likes doing accents. I don't care. I don't care. If if, if you're if, if this makes you go fetal, go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. He did a donkey. And also, accent. also, everyone <laughs> hates China. Even even Asians and Chinese people hate China. Yeah, because like I have is... never seen so much racism than from other Asian people towards China. But the point is because China is a garbage nation. But let's clarify: the CCP is garbage. The Chinese people are wonderful. You know, it's people say that all that leaders, and everything like that. No, the Chinese people trash. are going to have to prove that. I, I'm tired of giving the benefit of the doubt. Like, it, it, if your leaders are so... Well, do something about it. You yeah. know, as we, to, as we told Iraq, you know, it just costs a bullet to get rid of Saddam Hussein. No, let's all invade Iraq and kill everybody. Or one of you could have just solved it. Yeah. China, you could solve it. You could, you could solve the CCP. Don't make us come there. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> well... I know. Um, like I'm more mad at thing. the NBA. Like, like right. when I found that out. Like, literally, you you do all the kneeling and all this stuff and the socks and blah blah blah, and then you go over to China and you don't say anything about them calling you the the worst word ever. Do you remember who was that one that I just saw a video that of? That just in the means last it's all days? meaningless. Who's that one that was awesome? Who was totally against that stuff really recently? I forget. Okay, well, I, anyway, there's a couple good ones, obviously, but. I wanted to talk also a little bit, or you wanted to talk about the James O'Keefe. Sure. Um, we saw James O'Keefe on Tim Pool like a few nights ago. And Tim Pool's been swatted twice in a week. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, most people know they're what that is. Kill, they're trying to kill that boy. But can you explain because like your mom might know what that not know swatting, what that is, and maybe swatting, not everybody does. Swatting is when your enemies are watching you do some kind of online thing where you, you like a podcast or gaming stream. And so they call the police and they say there's an active shooter at your house. And, of course, SWAT rolls up on that with guns because they don't want to get shot. And they, they, they've they been told there's a guy there and everything like that. It's a really great way. People have died in SWATing incidents. Yeah, that's so, But what, what vexes me is 
Tim Pool got swatted once, and then a week later gets swatted again. And I mean, that, that would have to be the same police department showing up. Mm-hmm. And it's like that—that that seems like a problem there. Yeah. Like if you know it's already been one fake SWAT call, why are you showing up again? Yeah, exactly. So was it just after the first swatting that he had James O'Keefe on and um, yes. who's the other awesome guy? Andy Ngo. Andy, Andy Ngo. So then we were even saying when we saw that like he had this powerhouse of like free speech people on and after Marjorie being Taylor swatted. Green. Yeah, we were like, I love that he's not backing down against you know the threat of what happened to him. And I'm like, they're going to do something to him again. And lo and behold, they swatted him again. And the big thing in, in between the swats, he had a big giant cyber attack. That's right. That was like, like off the hook in gigabits. Yeah. He was um, like, I didn't even know, like, like usually, the, like he was just describing the level of it. It was huge. Yeah. But um, anyway, that was a really good episode. And like James O'Keefe was kind of talking about the whole being like if you're canceled and then you just don't care it makes you stronger it makes you bulletproof which i mean nick here can obviously attest to because that's happened to him what not once not twice maybe three times you know i've had i've had two serious cancellations and mm-hmm. a couple of like we all Smaller hate nick coles yeah. but that's just by like my fellow scumbag writers mm-hmm. um but the the first cancellation attempt was harper collins and the second cancellation attempt was uh, a year ago on January 6th when they they called my publisher and said, you know, we think he's, we're concerned that he's fomenting he's insurrection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, my fellow authors, I found out who their names were too. Yeah. Um, so, but he was right. You know, like, um, one, like, and someone has said to me, they're like, you know, you're uncancelable because... They've tried to cancel you twice and you you just don't you don't care. And that's part of the thing is like once the mob comes for you, if you just go, well, I guess I'm not for you and and you don't back down and you definitely don't apologize or anything like that. You just keep doing your thing. There's really not a lot that they can do. I mean, I've been canceled by a major corporation and, and I've had I've had I've fought three corporations so far and one every time. Thanks mm-hmm. to God. So. um you do become you don't care anymore you do become bulletproof and and you you get over being liked and that's the biggest thing especially among like my writing crowd like they they're every writer is convinced that they're going to be like jk rowling who's been you know canceled and really doesn't care um that you're gonna you're gonna write this book that everybody loves and everybody's gonna love you and that's just not the reality even before everything was so, so polarized but now everything is so polarized like if you write or do anything, I don't care if you've tried to leave no footprint. There is someone that's going to dig into whatever information that you've given them and find a reason to be offended about it because that's what the snowflakes do. My mom asked me today, she goes, what's a snowflake? Mm-hmm. So I had to expa- explain snowflakes to mom. And uh, it's just it's the nature of it. And, and some writers, like I've watched people self-immolate. You know, and and cancel their own books at major publisher. Oh, I didn't realize I was just like in the like over in the uh, the romance crowd, or I think it was it might have been another crowd. Uh, but this one like Asian girl, like she wrote about runaway slaves being gay, 
Okay. And and they immolated her over that, and then she self-immolated and canceled her own book and had a contract and everything like that. I thought they think gay is great, so wouldn't no, they like she that? She didn't have the right to write oh, about I it because she was neither black nor gay. <laughs> I see. Okay. And it's like it's kind of like you can never satisfy some people, and once mm-hmm. what being what the cancellation attempt does when it happens to you is you is you realize oh I don't care about any of that shit. Yeah. And no one else does either. And it's just it's just this a major author told me one time they said every every movement is really about 12 people mm-hmm. on the internet just pretending to be this sort of bigger bigger thing but really it's it's not. It's yeah. it's about 12 IP addresses that are sitting around in their little troll cave mm-hmm. and 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 they're pretending to be all these people and pretend mean girls mm-hmm. pretending that the entire high school is against you anybody who's ever been bullied in high school or had a fight or whatever there is a moment where you think like gosh man you know like everybody's against me and everything like that and it really turns out it's just fat veronica and her friend hancha mm-hmm. you know and they've decided that you're a horrible person for cheerleaders and they they've bullied you and make you feel like the entire school hates you and it's like no no one hates you all the guys are like no you're beautiful all those kinds of, uh, you know you yeah. know how it is you had the bullying incident yeah a couple times but yeah you're right the point is if you if you don't care then their weapon becomes ineffective because it's only effective if you care so just don't care and yeah. it's not effective and then on the other side of that you become incredibly powerful in a very certain way you don't care anymore you don't care what other people think and for me in my writing, like I just write whatever I want, I say whatever I want, and I'm not out to hurt or offend people or whatever. Um, but there's stuff I just say and do and write, and I watch other people just self-censor, um, and even in their writing, and you know, like, oh, I can't, I can't use the word black as like, you know, he's the black prince, and like that, oh, that right. would, that would, that would be evil, and I'm like, no, nah, it's not, it's not, bruh, you know, like, but when the woke mob gets in your head. Then, then you'll find yourself editing on so many levels, you know, like, oh, you were going to write a book about gay slaves, but now you're afraid of getting canceled. So, you, so you'll write a book that doesn't mean anything to you, and, you know, because you're, you're afraid of them. When you no longer become afraid of something, it no longer has power over you. And, and now you're really free to move about the cabin and do whatever you want, because you've really arrived at the point as a writer or anybody In reality, you're only going to get about 47% of the group to like you. Mm -hmm. You're never going to get 100%. And that was a lie. And that was an illusion. But you are going to get, you have the potential to get 47%, especially if you're good. Mm -hmm. And that 47% of anything, whether it's money or group approval or whatever, that's enough to do everything that you want to do. Yeah, exactly. This is true. I think we've said enough today. I think we've burned enough bridges. (laughs) But uh, I would say heads up ball because I think we're about to have a moment where we all feel like everything's going to be okay. No, no, no. But I do think that we are moving towards um, the real pandemic was you. Yeah. Well, I'm just waiting to see a bunch of guys in khaki pants pretending to be MAGA people, you know, assassinating someone or something. And we'll all know. We'll be like, we know that's the fbi yeah i mean it's going to be interesting what the move is here but uh you know since you guys want to play the only thing you can do about it is just be excited to play Mm -hmm. that's it you you know i mean you can't you probably can't put your head in the sand anymore you're probably going to have to get involved you're probably going to have to do stuff but if you're going to do it have fun doing it like i was in this one place today and they're like i was going to buy some bread 
and they didn't thankfully they didn't have the bread that I wanted so I walked out because that's how do you buy bread that's how I buy bread <laughs> if you don't have the bread I want I leave and it's like special bread it's lemon rosemary poppy seed sour lemon rosemary sourdough poppy seed is like there poppy, poppy seeds lemon? I don't know I don't think so okay. lemon rosemary sourdough it's really good it's good with like peanut butter and honey in the morning and a piece of bacon makes me very happy <laughs> But sometimes they don't always have it because apparently other people like it too, and they only bake a few, few loaves. But I'm gonna go back tomorrow, and the girl's gonna do what she did today, which is, sir, sir, do you have a mask, sir? Do you, I mean, she like leaves the people she's helping, oh my and she she runs across the store, and she she has one of these sing song voices, <laughs> you know, like she's never like she's never had to say a mean word in her life. Uh-huh. Sir, do you have a mask? Sir, do you have a mask? And I'm like. And so I just ignored her and found out that they didn't have my, my bread, and I just left. But tomorrow they're going to have my bread, and she's going to run across her. Sarah, do you have a mask? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to untwisty goo the twister, and I'm going to reach in there and pull a piece of bread off of that, and I'm going to stick it in my mouth and say, no, I don't have a piece of bread. No, I don't have a mask. <laughs> that's, that's my lie. No, I don't have a mask. But I do need to buy this bread I'm eating in front of you. Mm-hmm. Because what what you can do? Well, I can't ring you up. Well, okay, here's the bread I ate back. Right, they can't solve They have great shortbread cookies. I can pull that with that one. That's true. But Just open up the pack of shortbread cookies and just start eating. I'm like, well, but I need to buy these. Yeah. And what can you do? Like, you have to think now winningly like that. <laughs> they have to sell it to you or give it to you for free. Yeah. Or just tell you, like, put it down. Put the, you know, and then they mark it off with the yellow tape and, you know, like, Jeremy has to come out from the back in full hazmat DEFCON 6. You know, he has to deal with the detritus of your half-eaten loaf of... I'm not even... Just I'm going to take a little pinch and I'm going to chew it up right in front of her like maybe Christopher Walken would in a movie where he's being Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. And then I have to speak without punctuation. I have to do my Christopher Walken accent. Which one. is like... I'd have to say like... No, I don't have bread. Uh, no. No, I don't have mask. But I do need to sell this. I do need to buy this bread, young lady. Thank could you. you sell it to me right now <laughs> so I could eat it? I know you probably won't slice it because I'm a filthy animal. But I could go home and slice it and do a really half-assed job of slicing it. That's that's where this whole plan falls apart. Mm-hmm. Is slicing my own bread because they have the bread slicer there. We need that. <laughs> I need that bread slicer now. I'm so pissed off about the mass Nazis that I am willing. I'm willing to Jack Bauer in on my own loaf of bread and slice it. But you know what's going to happen. There's going to be a really thin slice, and then there's going to be a really fat slice. And then I'm going to put both of it, and the fat slice isn't going to fit in the toaster. And the thin slice is going to go in, and and it's going to – I'm like, well, that'll be okay. And it's going to be like I put it on the planet Mercury right next to the sun, and it's just going to come out like this – this wafer crisp of blackness. And I'm like, well, this doesn't move. And then I'll go, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll slice the fat slice again. And then I'll make another thin slice. Probably cut myself with a serrated. You know, it's just a disaster. Maybe I should just put on the mask and eat the bread. I'm not putting don't, on the mask. Don't do it. Don't put on the mask. <laughs> eat the wafer crisp of peanut butter. Like, the cert- like if it was you, like when you slice bagels, comedy. I love it when you slice bagels. Hmm. There'll be like a big giant fat bagel piece and then there'll be just like there'll be like those bagel crisps that people 
And then you you will you will overload that crisp with like and and put and the surface tension won't hold. And then because you're so kind, you'll eat that one. Of course, that's mine. Because you think that's the bad one. You need the big one. And it'll be crumbling and falling apart, and you won't be saying anything. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'll have like all bagel. You know, like I'll be more. You know, like where you're just like chewing. I wish I could get to the salmon and cream cheese on top, but I'm eating all burgle. It's all chewy. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> we needed a good laugh. We needed a good laugh. <laughs> we love you. We will try to be back tomorrow and make another podcast because i got to do some meetings in the car, and it's prime time to do a lot, another podcast, and i got a lot to say. That's the podcast.